Thanks for joining us on another Grazia Beauty Life Lessons wedding special. If you didn't already know, we are doing a series of episodes at the moment all about how to look and feel your best on your big day. Today's guest is a real star with loads of brilliant advice. I'm Sophie Berezina. I'm the Global Head of Content at Liberty London and I'm also the author of the book The Mother Project, a recent mother and an absolute beauty expert and obsessive. Before joining Liberty London, Sophie Berezina was an award-winning beauty journalist and best-selling author who has also charted her motherhood via surrogacy to thousands of followers around the world. She's been married almost a decade, but she recalls every minute of her wedding, from the fragrance that takes her right back to walking down the aisle to her DIY smoky eye makeup look. It's the makeup that my husband loved. So every time I would like go out, we go out for dinner or we go out for a special occasion, I would do this makeup and he'd be like, oh, you look amazing. So I thought, he thinks I look amazing, I feel amazing. I should just do that makeup, not the traditional kind of glowy paired back look. This episode comes with some very practical wedding tips, not least ensuring that you choose a lipstick that is hard wearing. You've just got to think about all the kissing. You don't only very have to true. kiss your new husband, you kiss all the guests. You're drinking the whole time, probably, if it's that kind of wedding. And you would just be constantly like touching up and really super aware of it. Like many of our guests, Sophie's biggest beauty blunder involves her eyebrows. But instead of plucking, hers relates to painting her eyebrows on. So I got a, a chestnut eyebrow pencil and I was drawing my brows in. And I was doing them so low. When they grew back, I, was, I looked surprised because I was like used to them being really down and frowning. Sophie's winter wedding will be a source of inspiration, especially if you're wanting to do things a bit differently. It is another brilliant chat, so let's get into the advice. Hello and welcome, Sophie. How are you today? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I'm very excited to hear about all of your best bridal beauty advice, and I'm sure you've got tons. I hope so. It was a little while ago now, but I think it's all still pretty relevant. Oh yeah, you'll have tons. But before we start with that, can we just talk about your wedding day in general? So when it was, how you celebrated, what you wore, very importantly. Oh, I, do you know what? When you say that, I'm quite sad that you weren't there because Jolie and I are very good friends now, but I didn't know her in 2012 when I got married and it feels like she should have been. But we had a lovely winter wedding, partly because I'm obsessed with Christmas and partly because it's very good value to go a bit off season. And it just meant that we could really mix things up with the menu actually with my makeup as well, which we'll come to in a little bit, but it was really properly magical. Oh, the pictures looked so magical. I wish I was there. I can't <laughs> believe that I wasn't. But okay, so winter wedding and you celebrated, what did you wear? Because obviously your dress oh. was amazing. Yeah, and I always thought I'd do the big moment of going to the bridal shop with my bridesmaids and my mom and trying all these dresses. And for some reason that just didn't happen. But um, it's a funny story about my dress. I was helping a friend of mine find her wedding dress before we got engaged um, and I did a sweep of dresses online and I found this one on Netta Porter and I showed her and she was like oh it looks like a milkmaid's dress <laughs> but so she didn't go for that one but I saved it in a folder because I thought if I get married one day I'd love to wear a dress like this and then weirdly not that long later maybe like six months later um, my now husband proposed and I was like oh my god I know what dress I want and I looked it up and it was in the sale on net Oh, perfect. So it was like down from something like, can we talk about money? It was down from about £1,500 to about 
500 but they didn't have my size and I was like oh no, no it's not meant to be and then like a few weeks later the clearance sale was on and there was one in the clearance sale and it was down to like 250 pounds and they had my size like someone had sent it back that is literally meant to be isn't it amazing so I ordered it and I loved it straight away and my mum loved it we got it slightly amended I put a little bit of chiffon on the kind of it was a bandeau dress so I put I made it a little sleeveless a bit more elegant a bit better for winter and that was it so I never did the whole bridal shop thing but that's a really good tip as well like getting a dress that you love but you can tweak it oh yeah and it wasn't a wedding dress it was an evening gown by this evening gown designer called I think Rachel Gilbert and they had it in gray as well and black and I just thought I don't have to wear a wedding dress but it really looked like one yeah, it looked amazing. And how about your bridal beauty style in general? So we, did you go all in with the treatments beforehand? Were you quite chilled? What was your style? I didn't have any treatments because I was scared of my skin reacting. I've got quite, I've got good skin genetically, I'd say. Thank you, mum. But it's quite reactive and it's a bit sensitive. So I'll get like hormonal spots or, oh my God, mask spots. The worst at the moment. So I was just really nervous of doing anything different that might trigger some kind of inflammatory response. So I had some lashes applied and I had a few makeup tests because I work in the beauty world. I was beauty at the time I was beauty editor at Look magazine. So I had a couple of trials, bridal makeup trials, and I just didn't think that it looked like me. I just never wear that kind of makeup and I never wear that much makeup. So I just couldn't land on the right thing for me. So I ended up doing my own makeup on the day. So let's kick things off actually with that. So obviously we're doing your five best pieces of bridal beauty advice. And let's start with makeup. So what was your makeup advice that you would recommend? Okay, so I don't know if I'd recommend doing your own makeup to everyone because I I can appreciate that that presents a certain amount of stress. But my best advice is pick the kind of makeup that you just feel absolutely incredible in. So for me, I did a really deep, dark, sort of chocolatey, smoky eye with lots of lashes and a a black in the waterline, which is not traditional bridal makeup. But one, it was winter. So I feel like you can go a bit more, a bit heavier with it. And two, it's the makeup that my husband loved. So every time I would like go out, we go out for dinner or we go out for a special occasion, I would do this makeup and he'd be like, oh, you look amazing. So I thought, he thinks I look amazing. I feel amazing. I should just do that makeup, not the traditional kind of glowy paired back look. The other thing is um, lipstick. I love a lipstick. So that was really my signature look. And that's what I was thinking of doing first. But then you've just got to think about all the kissing. You don't only Very have to kiss true. your new husband, you kiss all the guests. You're drinking the whole time, probably, if it's that kind of wedding. And you would just be constantly like touching up and really super aware of it. Did you touch up much on the day? Did you have a little clutch with like any key bits or did you? would you say that it lasted all day? It lasted, I think, because I went for eyes and not lips. And I did have a little bag that my maid of honor was kind of looking after for me but I just had so much fun once the ceremony was done I sort of just let go and I didn't really care that much it was so much fun and so lovely and so many people to to hang out with and have fun with I didn't even think about it yeah well I suppose as well in a lot of wedding venues you don't have mirrors everywhere 
So yeah. I remember going to the bathroom and I was like, oh, yeah, my makeup is totally like melted off my face. But you don't care when you're dancing and in the moment and having the best time. Exactly. And you looked absolutely amazing the from start to finish, can I just say. No, I didn't. Sophie was at my wedding. Although I don't <laughs> think you were there at the very end. So oh. it wasn't well, I wouldn't by have the remembered. end for sure. <laughs> okay, so let's come on to fragrance then. As your second piece of advice, what would you, first of all, what did you wear? And then what would your fragrance advice be? Okay, so I wore Joe Malone London Pomegranate Noir, which is a really beautiful kind of winter spicy, really, it's quite intense fragrance. So it's not something that I would wear every day, but it is a scent that I really loved and I found it really impactful. So again, it really worked for the winter wedding. There's so many more options, I think, if you get married at a different time of year than is traditional. But I really wanted this singular scent that I would always associate with my wedding. So I didn't want to go for something that I would wear a lot because now that scent is really special to me. So that's my piece of advice. I think scent association is so brilliant. It's such a great emotional tool. So to have this beautiful fragrance that I love that I now, if ever I smell it in a candle or if I spray it, if I'm going out in the evening, I just, I'm just back there. On the day, dancing in my big dress. Even if I smell it and I wasn't at the wedding, it makes me think of you. (laughs) Does it? Yeah. I've obviously talked about it way too much. You have. (laughs) No, I remember you talking about it because I worked with Jo Malone in London for my wedding and we did like candles and and scenting. And when you choose a fragrance, it just does, it just takes you back. It's the strongest, like you say, scent association. It's a really nice really nice piece of advice and I, I I just wrote about this the other day actually but I did it I did something similar for my daughter because I wanted her to associate a scent with me and find it really comforting so before she was born I had this little like merino wool comforter that I was going to give her because uh, merino wool really kind of it's nice to kind of retain the scent and I would spray it with Lalabo another 13 which is my signature scent now and I wear it down my bra for a few weeks before and sleep with it there. So it would smell like me in this fragrance. And now I hope that when I spray that smell, she'll think of me. But it just felt like a really nice bonding exercise. I love that. I saw that on your Instagram. I thought that was brilliant. Thank you. And also coming back to it, because when your wedding was almost 10 years ago. 10 yeah. years ago. But if you smell that, it still takes you back now. That's a decade Absolutely. later. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's one of those really classic scents, Pomegranate Noir, that... It doesn't kind of go out of fashion because it's not in fashion. It's not a trend. It's just a cult classic. It's a beautiful classic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And on that note, get it? Fragrance. Uh, We will be (laughs) right back with Sophie after this. Okay, we are back and we're going to go on to our third piece of advice, which is around hair. So what is your best piece of bridal hair advice, Sophie? So again, I thought, well, I'll do an updo because that's what you do at weddings and I've got the beautiful neckline of my dress and I did a couple of trials, but I'm just not an updo kind of person. So I just wanted to have, again, the hair that made me feel really good every day, which is when you're fresh out of the hairdresser, you know, when you just have a blow dry, nothing special, but they they tong it really nicely and it sits just right. And that's always when I feel my best. So I'm very lucky that one of my bridesmaids was a hairstylist who I work with on lots of shoots. So she could really easily pull that off. I would say don't do your own hair. That's the thing. Or don't do my own hair because I wasn't very good at it at the time. So she just did this really lovely tonged wave. 
knew how to set it so it would last most of the night. But the good thing about that is that when it comes undone, it's just nice and it just goes a bit bohemian. Yeah, nice and loose. Yeah, so it kind of fitted with the order of the day because it was all beautifully done for the ceremony and the pictures. And then it kind of loosened up as the night went on, which is what the night did. I love that. So as we kind of got into it and partied a bit more, it just it I, it just felt really good the whole time and yeah. really relaxed and simple. And did you have any hair accessories or anything like that? No. And actually, I my hair was really short because it wasn't that long after I finished treatment for breast cancer so I was growing it back and it was probably about two two and a half inches long it was really short so I had been I had some extensions put in before the wedding and I can really see in the pictures where they meet where they blend but that's because I'm really looking because it's quite hard to do extensions when you would have had no idea with literally no idea but I just wanted again just to feel amazing so it was a really nice opportunity to do that and feel a bit like the old me as well so it sounds like you went for your signature look with both makeup and hair just something that made you feel really good about yourself yeah it it was my signature going out look so I think lots of people do their their best version of themselves look day daytime kind of thing and mine was my going out how do I feel sexy (laughs) (laughs) Like it, like it. Okay, so let's go on to your fourth piece of advice around skincare. Talk to me, what was your skincare advice? I've kind of touched on it before, but don't do anything too different. I just was really nervous of mixing anything up. So I have a really reliable skincare routine, which is double cleansing with CeraVe, which I think at the time it was Cetaphil, you know, serums and moisturizers, just the normal stuff. I didn't want to try and achieve a glow through skincare or anything like that because I was worried about my skin being reactive. So I just did that with a glow-giving primer at the makeup stage. So just don't do anything weird. Know your skin as well, I think, because so many people I know can do a mask and can do like a super intense night cream and their skin is fine and then they wake up really glowy and pillowy, but you just have to understand your skin type and think about how it normally behaves and assume the worst be super safe I think that's a really good piece of advice though as well because when you think of glow if you are a bride that wants glow even I would be like right I'm going to do that with my skincare routine but again I have sensitive skin and that could totally end in a reaction whereas if you just focus on doing your glow with makeup there's Mm -hmm. less chance of that happening and kind of like you say have your skincare routine down have it down know your skin I think that's a great piece of advice So let's finish with your fifth piece of advice around treatments. What is your best piece of treatment advice when it comes to bridal beauty? If you're really adamant that you want to do some treatments like Botox or which loads of my friends who get married want to do now, or um, I don't know, resurfacing, microdermabrasion or anything like that, try it first at least six months in advance, I would say. Because if you do Botox and it takes a little while to settle in and then it takes a while to, for your body to metabolize it and go, you might do it and hate it or you might do it and look really different and then you're forever stuck with those pictures. So I kept it really safe on my big day and I just did lash extensions, which made me feel great. And I knew I could use them right through the day, not have to worry about it. 
all of that fun stuff the next day where you're kind of saying goodbye to everyone and having your brunch and then into honeymoon. So that was a really good value treatment that, you know, low cost, but had a really good um, high impact for a long time. And I steered away from any kind of skin treatments because again, I was just nervous about how that might turn out or affect my look on the day. And with lashes, did you change your makeup around the lashes? Because I always found when I had false lashes as well, you just have to wear, or I felt like I had to wear so much less because they're already a statement. Yeah, yeah, which is exactly right, unless you're doing a chocolate smoky eye with bronze highlights (laughs) and something in the waterline. It it just worked for my kind of uber-going-out I suppose. Yeah, that's true. So you went all out with the smoky eye. But in terms of, I guess you practiced with them or did you practice without? I didn't practice, which is a really weird thing, I think, because it could so easily have gone wrong. But it's because it's makeup that I've done quite a lot in the past. I just winged it. What, you didn't practice at all? No, I'm not very good at that, you know. Like if I've got, if I'm going somewhere, if I've got like a first day of work or... I've got a big event the next day or something. I never think about what I'm going to wear before. I just can't, I just don't want to overthink it. So I don't try things on and then I just panic on the day. It's not a great way to be, I must admit. But um, I was lucky that it worked on my wedding day. But as in what, you push it off because you don't want to think about it and then you get the last minute panic. I just think think I'm a bit more... spontaneous I don't know I, I never fully prepare in a way that I probably should Sophie if anyone can wing it with anything and I've known you a long time now it is you <laughs> well you it's not the art of winging you. it <laughs> the art of winged um chocolate wedding day smoke um Absolutely. it wasn't it wasn't that I was doing something I've never done before it was makeup that I had done fairly regularly so I was quite confident about it and the best thing about the lashes was that that was my honeymoon makeup done I didn't yeah, need sorted. to, I did, like you say, you can do so much less. So that was really good, a really useful thing to have done at that time because I was going away straight after. Did you find makeup quite calming when you were applying it? Or Absolutely were you not because my room, I don't know what happened. There were no boundaries. My room was total chaos. Like my sister's husband was in there for most of it, which I, I don't know why, with her kids who were like, one and four or something it was just it was a total chaos so I was just sat on the floor just trying to do it and we were 40 minutes late you were I just have this image of you sat on the floor manically trying to make this chocolate smoky eye <laughs> having not prepped or practiced so but... one of the kids poured nail varnish on the white carpet in the hotel room and so we had to deal with that it was it was chaos but it was sort of funny in retrospect funny chaos so on to our final question. We finish each episode with your biggest beauty blunder. So this doesn't have to be bridal, uh, but what has your biggest beauty blunder been? I think like most people, it centers around my eyebrows. It's kind of a two-parter. So first of all, when I lost all my hair to chemo, I obviously lost my eyebrows as well. But you can obviously draw those back in with a pencil. So I had, and I had a kind of red-ish wig. So I got a a chestnut eyebrow pencil and I was drawing my brows in and I was doing them so low when they grew back I was I looked surprised because I was like used to them being really down and frowny and then a few years later I was doing a shoot with a model who I had seen when I was when I had my wig on with these eyebrows and she was like oh you look so good you look so good last time I met you you just seemed really angry (laughs) 
All because of the placement of my eyebrows. So you had that um, angry brow, the furrowed brow drawn on. I had been drawing on angry brows. Since then, they've grown back and they're much better. But because of ageing, they're a bit sparser. So I had them microbladed before lockdown, a bit before lockdown, maybe nearly two years ago now. And I just didn't get on with it. I just think they've done a really nice shape, but I just don't like how perfect and solid they look. And a lot of people I know have asked me about microblading. Should they do microblading for their wedding? They definitely want to do it um, so they don't have to worry about their brows. And that is one thing that can really change your face. So I think do it if you know that you're going somewhere reputable. Do not try it for the first time just before your wedding. And if, like me, you're not a fan of that really solid look, maybe don't go back for the touch-up because microblading works in two sessions. You have the initial session and then you go back a few weeks later for a touch-up. And I think if I hadn't done the touch-up, I would have been much happier with the result. Because it was a lighter kind of feathery effect. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong, I think that my brow, I always get compliments on my brows now, but I am quite conscious of them. And I now I'm happy with them because now I can just sort of fill them in a bit myself because they faded to a point where it's a very good shape. But I just think it's quite easy to do your own brows with tinting and um, drawing in and brushing up with a gel that doing something so permanent is quite drastic. Especially if you do it too close. So always, like you're saying before, give yourself that time beforehand, like pre-plan these things. Don't do anything. Yeah. Close I mean, bear to the in time. mind, I'm saying that I'm happy with mine now two years later. So if you want to do them for your wedding, you're going to have to have a very long engagement. <laughs> very true <laughs> oh well thank you Sophie that was brilliant brilliant advice and as always it was lovely to chat with you and thank you to everyone for listening thank you it was so nice Jules do check out Sophie's new book The Mother Project it was great as it always is to chat with Sophie and once again thank you to you for being with us see you again soon for more Grazia Beauty Life Lessons